What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, your source for all things geek. I am your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Josh Barnett. Yawn! All right. You said my name right as I started to yawn. (laughs) Oh, hello. That opened up just fucking fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, it was dynamite. (laughs) What a day. for the show. It was a day. It was a day for video games. More on that later. And for, you know, the entire podcast, because video games. Only. How are you boys doing? Well, no. Pretty good. Clearly. Yeah. Are you sleepy, Josh? Uh, It's kind of hit me in the last five minutes a little bit, but I'll be all right. I'll wake up. Much more little makeup. <laughs> no, don't you dare associate me with uh, System uh, of a Down. Chop suey out of nowhere. Yeah, you got chop suey RKO'd. Uh, yeah, the worst kind of RKO you could possibly have. Uh, I mean, it's not great. Unless we're talking about like, isn't I don't know. Is chop suey? What is the actual definition of chop suey? Now I'm worried. Suey that's chopped, mm-hmm. dumbass. It's a top of, of food, isn't it? That's what I think, but God, I'm afraid that it's not, and I'm just being racist. No, it's uh, it's noodles. That's what I yeah, thought. Some... Yeah, that kind of chop suey, I'm down for. Surprised. It's, it's oodles of noodles. Yeah, oodles of noodles. And I enjoy some good oodles and noodles. Wow. I just like... Yeah, I messed that one up a little bit. <laughs> oodles and noodles. I said that like I was your five-year-old son. I love the oodles and noodles. I don't have a five-year-old son. That you know of. No, I don't. I'm a faithful man, Josh. Faithful to that strange pussy. oh man it wasn't even delivered like with quick timing but it just was funny that's just the truth uh there is no quick timing on this fucking skype call from mcdonald tennessee it makes me sad that that made me actually just want to get mcdonald's which I don't actually want. Uh, yeah, I'm hungry. I could go for some McDonald's. I need a Big Mac right about now. I would too. I haven't had a Big Mac in so long. Wrapped in a crunch wrap. <laughs> oh, God, I, for- I forgot. <laughs> I legitimately forgot that's a thing. I've I- never forgotten. It's all I think about as I eat not enough food every day. I'm like, God, here in the next few months, I'm going to eat the most calories in one day. Can't we just do the little Debbies again? No. God, no. I don't want to. That can just be our Christmas podcast tradition is record a little Debbie <laughs> podcast and see how it changes over the year. Yeah, we'll let's see, see at it, what point. The updated point sheet rankings. <laughs> Immediately, like right now. <laughs> uh, but what about marshmallow pie chocolate, Chuck? Uh, My mouth dried out thinking about that. <laughs> Video games only, folks. <laughs> As always. Uh, there's been a fuck ton of video game news over the past three weeks since we last recorded. Been some stuff. Wake up, You're going to have to Ah! knock that the fuck off. (laughs) I'm going to go get a drink. Timely. No, I'm here. I got got Bluetooth headset. Let's go. He's going to get a warm glass of milk. (laughs) (laughs) Let me just get a turkey leg real quick and just uh, go go to town. Glass of wine. Uh, No. Whiskey. Oh, God. I'm here. Let's talk, bro. Uh, all right, fine. Let's talk about Nintendo. 
they've had some news. Not as much as some other people, but they've had some news. Um, to the dismay of Rob Barnett and about 100 people elsewhere, uh, No More Heroes 3 has been officially delayed to 2021. I'm intrigued by that game. Are you? Yeah, like I didn't get to play the first one because that was about the time when I had stopped messing around with my Wii. Um, well, let's be honest, I've never stopped messing around with my Wii, but you know, the game console. Um, and so I I don't know. This looks fun to me. The I Travis Touchdown is a character that I do genuinely like. I think this could be a good game. I'm sad that it's delayed. But at the same time, I don't know if I'd have enough time to play it this year. Can we all see like I can see this game easily being just hot trash. Oh, it's a it's a high likelihood. People love <laughs> this series, though, man. It's got reverence that like um, Persona does. Like people yeah. fucking love it. Yeah, Persona. Shut up. I don't think I ever played another second of that after that that night. <laughs> I know. I know that. I knew that going in. I mean, I played a good um, 10 hours. I just only got through about 5% of the game, apparently. Uh, Nintendo has also announced Mario 3D All-Stars um, for the 35th anniversary of Mario. Um, it is a bundle of Mario games, including Mario Sunshine, Mario Galaxy, and Mario 64. Wow. Okay. I am, yeah, I think this is I, awesome. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked with this. I don't know when I'm going to play it, but I just know I want to own it so I can play it at some point. Good luck with that. You didn't pre-order? You have to pre-order for digital? Well, I mean, oh, yeah, if you want to get it digital. Oh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. I thought I was the only one to do digital. Shut up. Um, the only problem with a lot of the announcements that came in this whole Nintendo Direct for the Mario anniversary is that inexplicably for some reason it's only on sale until march like everything in this is like a timed release for some reason yeah there, it's very limited quality excuse me quantities through march um so whatever so as soon as i saw that i was like i'm not even gonna fuck with trying to do that shit i'm just gonna get digital and move on within like two days it became amazon's number two best-selling game of the year yeah, that's why they did it. And it is sold out completely now. So, like, yeah, you're going to have to get it digitally, which I think I'm going to do. Um, I was excited for a lot of the stuff they announced in that direct in general. What all was in that? I forgot that there was part of a direct. I just remembered Mario being the main thing. That crazy, awesome, but weird-looking Mario Kart, the AR Mario Kart tour or whatever that like you have the rc cars and you set up the track with the uh like the little cardboard gates or whatever and so you can kind of customize your own mario kart track with actual rc cars um it really looks like something that none of us will ever experience oh yeah no i don't even have remotely enough room unless i wanted to just a straight like drag race like fast and the furious quarter mile at a time shit with with mario kart i can't expect myself to be able to build a whole course in my house but for people who have like a big basement or whatever and you know kids who would take the time to like build shit like that or lego stuff like that um this looks awesome it's just like a random thing that i never would have expected but it's a really cool way to kind of bring that franchise out without having to get a whole nother game seeing as they just released like two years ago the remake of eight Home Circuit. That's what it's called. They just re- released the remake of 8. Just release a new one. You know what I'm saying, though. It's a month um, from now. Yeah, and then they also did the thing that I'm most excited about, which I'm pissed is only limited time, and it makes no reason, like, no, no sense. The game itself, from my understanding, is limited time, but that Super Mario Bros. 35, which, oh, yeah. was, it like, it's basically Tetris 99, but for Mario. So there's 35 players, and it's a battle royale. But like when you kill enemies in your screen, you send them to somebody else's game. And like very much like Tetris 99, you can select a strategy of who you should automatically target. 
Um, it's very much the same. Like you've got the 35 screens on either side of what you're playing. And then at the top, you can use the D-pad to select like people with the most coins, people with, you know, the most um, points or people who are in danger or something like that. And basically you can target the right person and send your enemies into their levels to kill them. For some reason, also only a limited time play game. Like, I don't know if you buy it on switch online and then just don't have access to it anymore um but if this were like around permanently i would love to play it nintendo's a weird company bro they're very weird i love them but they're very weird and then they did a bunch of other it's fucking frustrating sometimes (laughs) true they did a bunch of other stuff, but really the big one was the 3D All-Stars. Um, I wish that they were up versions of those games, but I never played Galaxy and I never played Sunshine. I played like two hours of Galaxy, so I would love to play them again. And 64 remains one of the best, in my opinion, like 3D platformers ever. I agree with you. Uh, wow, you never played Galaxy? I only played a little bit of it. I didn't like... Uh, my My concern is they have not been clear on the verbiage around motion controls. Um, whether or not they're required or optional. Like, I want to be able to play it with a pro controller. The only thing motion controls used in that game was to, like, move the cursor around and get the little star shiny things or whatever. And, like, I don't need to do that, so please don't make me use two separate controllers in separate... Like, I just... I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's why I stopped oh, playing the original. Yeah, it was the problem with it. I mean, it's a brilliantly designed game. And Sunshine gets kind of shit on, but man, I enjoyed Mario Sunshine. I think I played the first 30 minutes of that game like 15 times on my GameCube and just never got a chance to really get into it. I'm sure I would love it. I I know that I don't understand why people shit on it as much as they do, but I'm sure that if I played it, I would really like it. Oh, they did the 3D All-Stars. That was also part of that. They brought out oh, the, yeah. the, not 3D also, but the 3D World, um, the the Wii U game. Yeah, I enjoy that game too. I never got to play that one because I got rid of my Wii U a year in. I'm yeah. a big Nintendo fan, y'all. <laughs> uh, and then finally, uh, a kind of out out of nowhere thing. We're in a kind of a dead year for uh, Nintendo. Um, they have announced coming this holiday, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, a second Hyrule Warriors game, uh, which will serve as a, uh, in the Breath of the Wild universe and is a prequel to the story. It takes place a hundred years before the events of Breath of the Wild, uh, where you see uh, the Calamity, uh, uh, the Calamity Ganon events. Uh from a story perspective, I am super stoked for this game. Yeah, the trailer was great. Like, I saw that trailer, and I was like, this could just be Breath of the Wild 2. If it, if it wasn't in the Hyrule Warriors franchise, I'd be super, super stoked. But I'm, I am going to give it the benefit of the doubt to see if it's a game style that I can like get into or like. Because I, I didn't like the Dynasty Warrior games and didn't much care for uh, the first Hyrule Warriors. But... I'm certainly willing to give this a shot just because I love Breath of the Wild that much. And I'd like to see what's going on with those four champions back when they were actually alive instead of spirits or whatever. I can't remember in Breath of the Wild. It's been so long. Stuff yeah, like that. For, yeah, <laughs> resurrected. remember Link's around because Link gets put to, put to sleep after the defeat and all that stuff. I just want to see all the stuff leading up to that. I'm pretty stoked. And I, I used to play Dynasty Warriors 7 on PlayStation 2 quite a bit. Um, I like randomly got a game. Uh, I've never played Hyrule Warriors. I'm pretty sure I'd like it though. It's been a while, but we'll see if it can work. But I think I like hack and slash gameplay, and then just having the Breath of the Wild story will help. I have no idea when I'm going to fit this game into play, but I will at some point. I mean, yeah, I, I also have no idea. The end of this year has suddenly become an absolute just mindfuck of. How am I going to play yeah. a lot of these games? Yeah, I have at least two games I'm playing that are I know are going to be really fucking long. Um, with two to three other games that are not as long, but they're still going to be 10, 12 hours. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, I, I don't know. <laughs> I am I am a little nervous about my free time. 
I've got like a week and a half of vacation planned for the end of October, and I almost feel like I should just push it back a month and try and get through some games. Yeah, you should. It'd be awesome. You play, because, uh, man, I'm going to play Cyberpunk uh, and Watch Dogs, probably be like my first two big games on next gen. And then I know both of those are going to be huge. I'm probably not going to do Assassin's Creed now, but if you're going to play that, it's massive. Uh, uh, Miles is going to be a shorter game, but still, I mean, it's not going to be a single sitting or anything like well, I'm that. I'm assuming that's around 15 hours. Uh, I've heard 10 to 12. With, with like, all the extra con- like, all, like, the side stuff? Because I'm assuming it's going to be similar to the way Spider-Man was set up, but just a so- shorter story. So I'm hoping there's at least yeah. a decent amount of stuff in the city to do. You would think, or it's just going to be empty. And if it's got a platinum, uh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to do Call of Duty on next gen. Pretty excited for that. Uh, but, I mean, at least that won't be long, but I'll play... A little bit of multiplayer, zombies, stuff like that. It's just yeah. a lot. But welcome Chuck? to the holiday season pretty much every year now. I was going to say, what are, you been, what are you going to be playing this winter? Fallout 76? Uh, I mean, probably some. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's you see. Playing last night. I love how dedicated you are to it, man. I love it. Um, the hell, I'll probably still be playing Wastelands 3 at that point. Uh, Gears Tactics will have a console release when, um, Series X comes out. Um, I mean, probably a bunch of stuff on Game Pass. You know, same the, old, same the old. Huge, the Chuck way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the way. Hey, you need to, um... If you have any interest in any of the PlayStation games that have come out, uh, when we record the TV awards, let me know and I'll bring you the disc. Okay. And by that, I just mean God of War, or not God of War, uh, Last of Us 2 or uh, Ghost of Tsushima. You have Last Last of Us. Yeah. Well, Ghost of Tsushima then. Uh... Uh, Ubisoft had a conference. They had a second Ubisoft Ford. The first one sucked ass. I liked this one, though. Yeah, this one was not bad. Uh, had some good stuff in it. They opened up strong. Uh, the game formerly known as Gods and Monsters, now known as Immortals Phoenix Rising, and it's not better. Um, <laughs> no, the name is yeah. definitely not better. <laughs> I forgot, this is the other big-ass game coming out this year. I'm definitely playing this game, and it's out December 3rd. This game is sneaky, my most anticipated game for the rest of the year. It looks awesome. It's just, it's literally, literally Breath of the Wild, but in Greece. I've heard they're going to be sued because some of the trailer shots were like shot for shot from the Breath of the Wild trailer. They basically showed there's some sort of calamity Ganon thing off in the distance with that final shot of like the world. Um, they have shrines that are like simplistic small puzzles that you need to go through. There's plenty of lasers. There's like all the shit that you would usually do in a Zelda game, but now instead of a uh, sail that you use, you have sweet wings of Daedalus, and it, you get to fight a Hecatonkeries, which is my favorite word in. All languages. I don't care. You're not I'm all wrong. about the four-armed heck of tonkeries, Chuck. <laughs> That's what I heard. <laughs> I'm There's super. A, uh, interesting choice of song for this particular trailer, hey, though. She got ants in her pants, and she need to dance, Chuck. Okay. It's like the world's worst uh, James Brown ripoff, too. What did you think of this trailer, uh, Chuck? I mean, it looks fine. Uh, I was thrown off by the weird music choice. It should have been that epic shit towards the end the whole time. But, uh, I mean, it looks fine. I'm into uh, Greek mythology and Hecadonkalese or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Hecadonkalese. (laughs) Oh, that guy's packing heat. (laughs) I, um, like- I do I do agree. They totally made like a, a 180 switch in the trailer. And once it actually did bring in what I'm assuming is 
music from the game, it made a lot more sense. I, I, I get Ubisoft has just their way of doing things, and most of the time, I don't necessarily agree with it or think it's good in terms of, like, the just dance of it all or things that, like, are paired with music in a weird-ass way. I love a lot of their games. I hate a lot of their games, too. Um, but once they went to the actual, like, epic music, it fit the trailer and the game a lot more. Yeah, I'm with you. This looks amazing to me. I'm really in on this. I wouldn't be surprised if it ended up sucking, but I think it just is going to fill the Breath of the Wild-shaped hole in my heart. Um, I don't know when the fuck I'm... Like, I'm going to make time for this over some other stuff. Uh, yeah, but it's, I'm, it's priority, like, number one for me in terms of, like, when that game is out. I'll stop most other games that I'm playing. Uh, unless unless uh, Cyberpunk just like completely draws me in, which it totally could, but I don't even know if I'll have Cyberpunk at that point in time. I'm, I will. Oh, I'm, I'm lying. I'm lying. Cyberpunk <laughs> is my introduction into next gen. That is my launch game for me. Um, I, uh, I, the funny part about this game is supposedly the rumor is they had to change the name because of an lo- incoming lawsuit from Monster Energy Drink. Well, they have, they hadn't have heard that. Type, they had some type of marketing thing already patented from like Gods and Monsters or something like this beforehand. I don't know. It was weird. And they were like, fuck it, we're changing the name. And then is they it, went with Immortals Phoenix Rising. Isn't Gods and Monsters that Ian McKellen sexually assaults Brendan Fraser movie? It's a, what? Is it? A, it's about... There's a gods and generals uh, thing. Are you that's talking not about, about Ian McKellen when he's a Nazi? No, I'm gonna look up what I was thinking that's, of. That's uh, Brad Renfro, I think. That, yeah, it might not people. be. I, I said Brendan Fraser because I was just thinking of somebody who was around that time and in the zeitgeist. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Anyways, uh, after the high. Phoenix Rising, they got me really hyped when all of a sudden I realized Prince of Persia was coming on my screen and then I saw that it was a remake and then I thought It is Brendan Fraser! Okay, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about still. Sorry. Uh. (laughs) Once a powerful Hollywood director best known for Frankenstein and Brad uh, Brad of Frankenstein, James Whale, Ian McKellen is long since retired and in increasingly poor health. His housekeeper, Hannah... Quietly, okay, whatever. I knew there was a Gods and Monsters <laughs> starring Ian McKellen and Brendan Fraser. I was right. I, Go on. Congrats. Zeitgeist. Uh, I, I, I yield the floor to Evan. I'm sorry. <laughs> there is a Prince of Persia remake coming, and it looks like hot trash. Um, it's coming out January 21st. I don't think it looks like hot trash. I think it looks like a PS1, or sorry, PS2 game remastered for today. Um, now, don't get me started. It they could mastered. They could have put a lot more into making this a next gen looking game, but this looks like a PS3 game. I agree with you, but I don't think it looks like hot garbage. I also remember the Prince of Persia games from that time, and they are very, very fun. Sands of Time is a great game. Oh, I fucking love the original Prince of Persia, and I wish they would just like revamp the whole series, but I will. Uh and then we got obligatory five minutes of hyperscape because they're going to keep pushing that because money. Um, continuing along in that theme, Rainbow Six World Cup was announced. Does any um, game have more legs than Rainbow Six? Um, Fortnite? Rainbow Six has been around longer, though. By a significant amount of time. They just don't let it die. Well, it also massively increased in popularity back when we were playing quite a bit of rainbow six uh siege most people were not playing uh it uh it really took off in uh, on the pc and uh it's become way more popular and good for it it's an awesome game um and then hooray for josh and i'm gonna give this a shot i've never played it uh scott pilgrim uh, is coming out this holiday i forgot it's the best I'm so excited. I love that game. It, it got delisted because of rights. Basically, the publisher 
did not want to pay for the licensing rights anymore on the 360 and PS3. Um, this is, in my opinion, one of the most solid 2D brawlers that are out there. I love this game so much. I'm so excited. I've never played it. Yeah, I have I, I have the soundtrack on vinyl. I love this game so much. Like, Anamonaguchi is the people who did the soundtrack. Um, I'm super excited for this. And it's perfect for the, obviously, 10-year anniversary of the movie. But anybody who likes bad dudes or double dragon or any of those like old school 2d brawlers they should absolutely give this game a shot it is fantastic i wonder if it will be a game pass game i wouldn't be super shocked um apparently somebody tweeted over the weekend like there's a plan for a mega man movie being made and Anamonaguchi, the people who did the soundtrack for this game were like we would like to formally submit our application to do the soundtrack for the Mega Man game or for the Mega Man movie and um possibly the soundtrack is the best part of this game it's some of the best chip to music that exists out there even if you don't play the game you should listen to the soundtrack it's so fantastic all right uh, and then we got more Watch Dogs Legion and a new version of the same trailer we've seen 100 times now. This um, is nothing. Uh, but also Stormies, they really pushed the uh, the uh, uh, Black London rapper guy um, as doing the soundtrack for this. I'm so out of touch with Huh? Is that the name of the guy? I've literally skipped that part of the video every time I've watched it. <laughs> yeah, he's some famous rapper that I don't know about because I'm old. Uh, but his name's Stormies. But yeah, he's doing the soundtrack. Um, and then they also announced exclusive story DLC with Aiden Pierce, the main protagonist from Watch Dogs uh, 1. So, yeah. Yay. I mean, I'm I super like- excited for that game. I don't need Aiden Pierce. I like Aiden Pierce, so but I'm probably not going to play DLC of that game. So there's that. No. Uh, and then finally, there one more thing was Riders Republic, which is basically steep mixed with the crew. I am a thousand percent in on this game. I could oh, not. No. I am so excited for it. First of all, we'll talk about it at the the latter end of the show, but I've been playing so much Tony Hawk right now. Any extreme sports game that exists right now is on my radar. I think this game looks wonderful in every way. I liked Steep. It wasn't the most deep game, or it was actually almost probably uh, too deep. This trailer spoke to me in like like on a soul level. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> You're the most excited of anyone in the world for this 100%, game. 100%, and I'm going to play the fuck out of it. I'll play the beta you with I'll play the beta with you like we did for the crew 2 that one time and it was God. fun. Remember when we've like collided planes at 3 o'clock in the morning over Montana? I remember it took like an hour to do it, but yeah. Yeah, it was worth it. Um, so yeah, uh, good stuff from Ubisoft uh, for the most part. Way better uh, conference than the first uh, one uh, last month. Um, I, I mean, and, I think that's, that's obviously because they focused on new stuff, right? Like they didn't focus on stuff that we had already known about and like, the, the first one was hyped very much on, like, the first gameplay reveal of Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then that didn't look very good and wasn't really, like, I mean, it was more gameplay than what was in the Xbox presentation. But, like, still not anything that was an in, like indicative of what that game is going to be like when it plays. Right. Speaking of Assassin's Creed Valhalla, its release date was sneakily moved up uh, to November 10th. Surprise. Uh-huh. As that, as we'll talk about in a little bit, that is to coincide with the uh, Xbox uh, Series X and S release dates. Uh, so that is essentially a launch game on next gen. Um, and then also they confirmed Skull and Bones is alive. Yeah. Uh, although it is, they said it's 
in active development, but is a completely different game than what it started off as, which is probably for them a good thing because that game was going to flop hard. But uh, it, it's this thing. My guess is they're just going to make a full-on fucking pirate game now. So, I mean, if they have a game that combines the ship combat of Black Flag, which is what this was totally sold on, and like even a moderately competent on-ground like storyline-based gameplay of like uh, almost Assassin's Creed, like. Basically, if they just made Black Flag 2, but maybe it wasn't Assassin's Creed, I'm 100% in. I, I love Black Flag. I was like, all you're doing is describing Black Flag 2. I realized that about 20 seconds ago. Thank you. If they just made Black Flag 2, but wasn't Assassin's Creed, in. Basically, if they made every Assassin's Creed game, but didn't have the Assassin's Creed in it, I'd be in on that whole series 100%. I know you would. I mean, I, I still I, I still play them all. I'm not going to play Valhalla, but I'll play the next one, I'm sure. Uh, topical, let's talk about PlayStation. Uh, the PS5 conference was today. Um, you'll probably be hearing this a few days later, but um, prior to uh, our Xbox announced theirs prior, and just because of the way I have the notes written, we're going to talk about them after this. Uh, but PlayStation finally announced, uh, announced today um, their price, release date, and then actually did a whole bunch of trailers. It was I, I was actually surprised at how much they ended up showing. Uh, we'll run through that real quick. Um, but they did a night. It was like a forty-five to fifty-minute conference. Um, had a couple of new games. Uh, they opened up the conference with the Final Fantasy sixteen uh, premiere trailer. Um, this is an exclusive game uh, for PlayStation, which for me, I honest to God forgotten that Final Fantasy was ever on anything else besides. It just feels like a it, Sony franchise. It, it so yeah, it felt like a Nintendo franchise way back in the day. Obviously, with one through six, but once seven came out, and I mean, let's be honest, changed and dominated like the video game landscape for years. It it has totally felt like a PlayStation franchise. Um, Within the last, like, since 15 was released, I have suddenly become a giant Final Fantasy fan. I loved every second of this trailer. I thought this was fantastic. I thought it was Dragon Age when they first started showing, like, everybody in armor and everything. I was like, oh, interesting. Interesting start for them, but it turns out, no, it's an exclusive Final Fantasy 16. God, I would fucking rage if Dragon Age was a Sony exclusive. Oh, God, God oh, rage. Apparently, they've purchased, like, they purchased, yeah, apparently they've purchased rights to something major that is a normally multi-platform game that will be exclusive to them. And I don't, I don't know if it's this, this is it, but like something that people are very used to being able to play on everything. Um, when that day drops, it's going to be very interesting to see when that happens. The rumor is, is that it's the new Grand Theft Auto. Which would be insane. There's a couple of reports. I mean, and they're like they've all said that they don't have a second source that can back up anything. Is that it's Grand Theft Auto and it's a year timed exclusive or like six months timed exclusive or something like that. Even that is a very strong statement. Like that is that's a lot of time for that game to be out there and not be available to all people. I agree. Uh, I, I'd be surprised if that one was true, but I mean, it's not. I mean, there once upon a time it was just on PlayStation, so yeah, one through Vice City, or even more than that. I think Vice City eventually came to Xbox. It did, but not at release. But I think San Andreas released uh, on Xbox. Uh, and a, um. Anyways, uh, yeah, I. I don't care for Final Fantasy. I always think the new ones look kind of cool, but I don't enjoy the combat, um, even though like it's not the worst thing. I just can't really get the hang of it. Um, and I hate I hate the dialogue, but I'm a fan of Devil May Cry, so I'm not going to judge. Um, <laughs> and uh, But yeah, it was pretty cool. Like I liked all the dragon shit and all that. Uh, so yeah, happy for you. Uh, then the one I think a lot of people are waiting on, uh, we got more from the Miles Morales game, uh, which is confirmed as a launch game, uh, and 
happened. Uh, we got to see a gameplay demo. Uh, what did we think of the new uh, Miles gameplay? I thought it looked pretty, pretty awesome. Um, a lot of new powers, a lot of fluidity, very cinematic, uh, and it looked great. Um, so, overall, just thumbs up. I mean, I'm not going to get to play it for a while, but... It it's also on PS4, fun. chat. It's also on PS4. Oh, okay. So if you wanted yeah, to... They, you did, they did confirm that Miles, uh, the new Horizon, and something else that's coming up will be on PS4 and PS5. Yeah. Um, I thought it was funny that at the beginning of this gameplay demo, they kind of, like, dunked on a lot of the people that gave them shit at the beginning of the original Spider-Man's launch, like the puddles and the reflection and that whole like bullshit that came out. And like one of the first things you see in this gameplay demo is miles walking through the street with like ray tracing, like perfectly rendered puddles are like seen on the ground. Um, if you're like looking for them, it, it was really funny to me, but I think they did a really good job of showcasing the differences in the combat of miles versus Peter. Um, while still showing like a lot of the familiarity in terms of like the fluidity of movement and things that you got from 2018's Spider-Man game. I'm really excited for this. Yeah, Miles as a character is like, kind of more elusive and less of a brawler than uh, Peter is. And of course, he's got different powers. He's got his Venom Blast, which we're on full display in that. And then he can also, he's got active camouflage, uh, which I'm, which is going to be used probably quite a bit, my guess is in stealth missions and stuff like that. They even activated um, that so, like, partially yeah. through the battle too. It was really cool. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it's gonna be used like in the Arkham games where Batman drops like a smoke bomb or something like that. Yeah. So I'm pretty stoked. And then finally, uh this was a surprise. I didn't expect it. Uh Hogwarts Legacy was finally shown. Man. I cried at this trailer. <laughs> like, I love this trailer so much. I cannot wait for this game. It is, like, aside from the, like, the fabled Hogwarts MMO that I want, like, that people wanted crazy, like, way back in the day when those books were still, like, coming out with the final few. Um, this game is, like, the Harry Potter game, at least in initial trailer form, that everybody wanted. It looks to be fairly free open world go to classes participate in the hogwarts of it all but also stuff outside of that it's a bigger mystery that you get to part like partake in you're not having to mess with any lore because you're taking place 180 years before any of the actual harry potter story happens so you never have to worry about running into the lore problems um in addition to that like the world like it just looks cool and my favorite part about this is like the the best thing with the harry potter franchise is the books coming out alongside the movies like the movie starting before the books were finished but not being a delay in either of the two means that there is a connective visual tissue almost between those worlds like there is nothing but the harry potter movie style for a visual representation of this I can't stand when there's things like a Lord of the Rings game that doesn't look like the Lord of the Rings movies because it's based on the books, not the movies and like stuff like that that happens. Even my one of my favorite games from this generation, Mad Max, is like came out right around the time Fury Road, but has nothing to do with Fury Road and like doesn't have a visual representation that's similar to the movie that I had just seen that I really liked. Um, this is 100 percent in that same style and it is familiar and comfortable and I'm rambling because I can't wait, and I fucking love this already. <laughs> I'm very excited. Man, I just heard the music and got hyped. I didn't think I was going to be hyped for this trailer, and I saw it, and I was geeking out pretty hard. I was like, this looks amazing. From what I understand, like, the rumor is, it's almost, to use, we talked about Dragon Age, Dragon Age Inquisition. It is open world, but you'll travel, like, between areas with, like, Hogwarts, like, the castle... And the grounds will open up to you, but basically serving as a massive like hub world, and then you can travel out to other like grounds and uh, lands, and probably I'm guessing London. Yeah. I don't know, um, but uh, and just kind of search out from there on like mission missions and stuff like that. Um, it looks 
awesome. That trailer was really well done. I did have some of the concerns that Chuck had mentioned off camera about. I see it being probably. I'm really excited to see gameplay because there's a lot of things that could go wrong here, but they cut a damn good trailer. Yeah, like how do you cast a spell and just you know movement in general? I'm sure that you can fly on brooms and stuff, but walking around, how how's it going to look? Um, you know that kind of thing. Is it is the gameplay going to be like really stiff? Um, I, I just want to see like. not clips of gameplay that's already been played that they want us to see, but somebody actually going through the world and, and, you know, interacting with people, casting spells, getting in fights, how fluid is it? That kind of thing. You want the basically same thing we just talked about with miles Morales. You want the like extended E3 stage demo of like, here is five minutes segmented from the game of how you actually play it. I, I totally get that. I just want to know, what is the Hogwarts Quidditch season exactly like? Is it like a round robin where you play the houses multiple times? Is it really only like a three-game season for all the houses? Is um, there fantasy I'm, Quidditch? Can oh, man, I am. involved in that? Angelina Johnson, number one overall pick is all I'm going to say. So, Highly underrated Gryffindor. Let's talk about this. What if there was a full-on Quidditch league like within the game and then, like, sub-game, you, like, had online join, like, Quidditch Fantasy Leagues. I would be, like, this game would be, like, an all-timer for me if you can do all that. And it's good. I mean, I'm super excited for all of that. Hufflepuff's going to win the House Cup. Hufflepuff's going to win the Quidditch Cup. Um, you know, we're going to graduate at least four starters from Hufflepuff to become, uh, you know, members of the Quidditch World Cup teams. Whether... The only thing, listen, let's be honest. The only thing that <laughs> Hufflepuff wins is the award for being the longest virgins. Okay. You back off of, of House Hufflepuff. Ravenclaw there. can get it. <laughs> R- Ravenclaw can get shit. They're a bunch of book nerds. Slytherin's a bunch of cowardly fucking conniving assholes, and Gryffindor is a bunch of glory hogs. Hufflepuff is the only appreciative good house in Hogwarts. They are better than Hogwarts and better than you fucks. We've established that this takes place well before uh, the events of Harry Potter, so we know that the Hufflepuffs aren't going to do anything to make them not seem like a bunch of fucking sad sacks. Well, I'm going to get, I'm going to, I'm going to literally restart this game 50 times until I get sorted into Hufflepuff house. I'm going to be so fucking mad if I don't get sorted. However, um, I'm, I actually might literally wait the like day afterward to look up a guide online for the, the correct answers to get sorted in Hufflepuff just to be sure. But um, I will say, unfortunately, and I'm just going to have to stop, engaging in this game outside of our circle of friends i've already been called horrible names for being excited for this game what why because jk because i'm a cisgen white male supporter of a turf like all this shit just because i want to enjoy harry potter i'm sorry she's a bitch i'm sorry she sucks at life she made a really cool universe that i've watched for over a decade and i'm going to enjoy the fuck out of i've read the books i didn't know she sucked Really long time. <laughs> I didn't know she sucked on this level before that, but guess what? Harry Potter is kind of ingrained in my like personality and who I am. I'm gonna enjoy the shit out of this game. I feel terrible for the people who have felt belittled and beleaguered beleaguered by her and her her. <laughs> shut up, man. <laughs> uh, by her words, but I'm sorry. I I can't just shut off that part of my brain that's really excited for it. And Listen. guess what? Her her wallet is going to be unaffected either way. If I buy this game or if I don't buy this game, she's going to be rich as fuck no matter what. Listen, H.P. Lovecraft created a pretty staunch world himself, and he was a massive racist. Oh, he's he's racist in the purest form. He's like yep. if you were to tap the tree of racism. Yep. And also, you just called all the people affected by J.K. Rowling believers. So who are they mad at now? Oh, oh I, I, it's me. It's it's me. <laughs> uh, Call of Duty trailer, and say what you will, Call of Duty, which we're just going to talk about now. I'd had their, they had their launch trailer. We're going to talk about that in general news, but my notes are all out of whack. Um, <laughs> Final, or let's I mean, just talk uh, about this. Call Fast of Duty Six, the video game. <laughs> Call of Duty Cold War has been announced. It is the first. Black Ops game that is a direct sequel to the original Black Ops, which is fucking amazing story-wise. 
I'm so excited. And this trailer was awesome. It's on the Fast and Furious 6 runway that goes on forever, and I'm okay with it. They've got an RC car that pops out, like the old school Black Ops, except you can do it on the runway, and it's badass. An RC car that goes roughly 362 miles per hour. It outpaced everything on that runway, including the jet airplane. Yep. It was pretty fantastic, though. I, I, I started that trailer saying, do we really need this in this conference like i don't think we need more call of duty at this point we already know what it is but it looked like it was some pretty damn fun fast-paced action i don't know if we needed the sniper elite three slow-mo shot of the bullet flying through the air and like that felt weirdly out of tone and not necessarily what call of duty has been but the rest of the trailer the using the human shields was awesome the getting rid of him by popping a grenade and putting it in his pocket and kicking him away was pretty fucking mean um yeah well it was a lot of action in this trailer. It was a really good showing. And and the alpha is available on PS4 this weekend for the yeah, multiplayer. Yeah, I'm pretty stoked for that. Um, yeah, the alpha is this weekend, but we've confirmed zombies are coming back. Uh, this trailer was badass. The launch or the uh, debut trailer they put out is awesome. I'm really fucking excited for this. Chuck, did you get into the original Black Ops? Uh, yeah, I never finished it, but I got pretty close. Um, I love the storyline, though. I I really like the storylines of Call of Duties. Also, there are way more than three sniper elites. I know. I I just was trying to think of, like, the... How many do you think there are, Josh? Eleven. Seven. There are eight with nine on the way. Sniper Elite VR. Oh, shit. Do I get to watch the bullet fly through my ocular socket? You are the bullet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Is it, like, super hot, though? Do I just get stuck no! unless I move? It's like you spinning, like, over around. just spins your world around as you fly a half mile, and you just vomit everywhere. However, does that make this the first and best James Bond VR game? Because clearly every level starts with the spiral looking through the barrel of the gun. No. Evan, uh, move it on. Why, Evan? <laughs> because, no. Uh, Resident Evil 8 got a new trailer. I'm not going to play this game, but it looks creepy and kind of cool. It's about this weird cult in a village and all this weird shit, and it's it's cool looking. I like the, uh, like, Deathly Hollows-style animated sequences that, like, it was, like, telling the story with. I could uh, yeah. I could stand the whole game in that style. Yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, that game comes out in 2021, uh, so yay for that. Uh, and then uh, my most anticipated game that's been currently announced, uh, Deathloop. Uh, we got a brand new trailer for that, kind of showing how the time loops are going to work. You have 24 hours. Um, you have eight targets you're trying to kill. Um, but it's impossible to kill them all one by one. So it shows, it demonstrates how choices you make throughout the day can bring certain uh, certain targets together. Um, man, it was a fucking great. Every trailer they put out for this is good and perhaps better than the next one. And I can't wait for this game. Um, this trailer was my favorite thing they've shown from this game so far. Um, I am a little sad because it kind of made me think that like the premise of the game was slightly different than it actually is. Um, but the way they showed the manipulation of the characters and the way that you could like do, so you, it started with you just going through this one mission and just obviously you've memorized the pattern and just wreck shop, go through all the enemies, kill the guy that you're supposed to when it's over. But because you're supposed to kill all eight of these enemies in one single 24-hour loop, um, you never succeed. You don't have enough time. And that's because um, they're too far spread apart. And so they showed you being able to go through that mission earlier in the day. And instead of killing everybody, you go in and sabotage this science experiment that the bad guy is doing so that he no longer has the discovery that he makes that day. And because he doesn't get distracted by that scientific discovery, he joins the party he was invited to from one of your other targets, and they're both there together and can kill them. I was hoping the whole game was that. 
Like, I was hoping there was, like, seven different side missions that you try and get all of them at that party at one time and then just wreck shop all at once. But I think this is one specific mission where, because it's called Two Birds, One Stone, like, you literally, like, kill the two of them together but still saves you time overall in the loop, which is still super fucking cool. I think there's, from what I understand, there's going to be a variety of ways. Like, you could beat this game without doing that particular mission. Like, it's one of the choices you and that's kind of indicative of how Arcane uh, handles it, because in Dishonored, there's a bunch of different ways to do everything. This game also just looks awesome for any Dishonored fans. They really showed off, were showing off the powers, which are straight out of a Dishonored game. Uh, man, I, I was really fucking impressed by it. Yeah, Chuck, you didn't get to see this, right? No. You're going to fucking love this game. It's a timed exclusive, though, isn't it? It is. It, it is. Uh, but it will come to Xbox. Um, it is. Um, this is like the sexy brutal meets uh, Dishonored. I'm all for. Ah, uh, the uh, sexy I forgot about that game. They, they uh, the music in that's so good. Uh, they confirmed Deathloop will be uh, be out in Q2 of next year. So. Spring game, probably early summer. Not too long. Uh, no. Uh, if none of the other stuff at launch appeals to you, we did find out the Devil May Cry Devil May Cry Five uh, Special Edition is coming out uh, for ne- next gen or for PlayStation Five uh, at launch. Uh, so weird included in this that. conference. I mean, they want to make sure they have the most most stuff at launch as possible. Yeah. I just like it was like so weird, like the way they started and it was like the Capcom logo. And I was like, oh, what is this? This looks awesome. It's like cool. Like, again, the puddles with all the fucking reflections and everything going on. Then it was just like nothing wrong with it. But DMC five special. And I was like, couldn't it be just like DMC two, though? Like maybe like wouldn't that have been like way cooler? But apparently not. I I got real hype for this. I I bet. I I know you did. I know you guys don't care for it, but it's widely considered a top five like uh, action game of all time. Um, we got more from Oddworld Soulstorm. I still don't know if I'm going to enjoy that game, but it, everybody seems really hyped for it, and it looks cool. Yeah. Uh, I think it looks cool. Um, we got a Five Nights at Freddy's trailer. Yeah, Five Nights at Freddy's, the series that I've seen like five seconds of gameplay for and do not have a desire man yeah, is it popular it, it was a pretty cool trailer uh and then we got a really long demon souls trailer uh for the demon souls remake man i think this game is maybe the prettiest thing i've seen from next gen so far um the lighting is so good in this game and like the fluidity of it I may suck at it, and I may hate it, but I'm going to give it a shot. It's a launch game. Um, I've enjoyed slightly more Demons slash Dark Souls-esque combat recently. Um, it's so fucking pretty that I just want to play it. <laughs> like, I really do. Remember when you tried Bloodborne? Uh, yeah, I put about 10 hours into that game and never got past the first, like, mm, five enemies. Yeah, and you raged. You I raged. Suck. I suck hardcore at that game, but I'm better now. I have, I have zero desire, but I'm happy for all the people that, for some reason, just fucking love that game. He uh, literally made a console purchase decision for Eric today. <laughs> he had been talking about that. Um, and then they announced uh, the PlayStation Plus collection, which I think is a really cool thing that they're doing. Uh, for people that buy next gen, uh, the PS5 will come if you get PlayStation Plus. Will come with a PlayStation Plus collection, which is basically their version, uh, like a light version of uh, Game Pass. It's a uh, first party for the most part, but also like some of their partners that they have like contracts with. There's I uh, like a... Battlefield. I've got the list of the games right here. No additional sure, cost for PS Plus, so no extra cost for PS Plus. Um, just downloadable too, not stream, but downloadable at launch. God of War, Bloodborne, Monster Hunter World, Final Fantasy 15, Fallout 4, 
Mortal Kombat 10, Uncharted 4, Ratchet and Clank, Days Gone, Until Dawn, Detroit Become Human, Battlefield 1, Infamous Second Son, Batman Arkham Knight, The Last Guardian, The Last of Us Remastered, Persona 5, and Resident Evil 7. It's a pretty solid list of games immediately available. It's a nice list of games for the people who are like, hey, I have too big of a back catalog I'm not going to buy next gen. Or an Xbox or a Nintendo gamer who's deciding to finally get into PlayStation. Like most of these are exclusive in some fashion. Um, Like just being able to download and replay Until Dawn again or um, Last of Us Remastered if you never got into that. I think it's, it's really smart. And I think it's very telling that Last of Us Remastered is on there, but Last of Us 2 is not. Because I'm pretty sure we're going to get some sort of like ultimate edition with the multiplayer and everything built in for PS5 of that, which I'll yeah, play yeah. again. The game's also pretty pretty new still, so they may not want to eat into any more possible sales. I don't know. That's fair. Um, and then we got uh, finally what everyone was waiting on. We got the uh, console uh, release date and price. Um, it will be hitting the shelves on November 12th. Um, pre-orders are live now. Um, me and Josh have luckily already been able to get one. Uh, Chuck's not getting PlayStation, at least not at launch. Um, but the digital-only version will be $400, and the disc version will be 500 It's about what I was expecting. Yeah, I thought three forty nine ninety nine and four or three. Sorry, not three forty nine. Four forty nine ninety nine and five hundred. Basically, um, the extra hundred or fifty dollars saved on the digital edition was nice. I went ahead and just paid it all off completely, just because I didn't want to deal with like monthly payments or anything, or deal with like coming up with that money in the middle of Christmas shopping. So um, I'm really stoked. I got that. I got the 3D audio headset and the camera. And I got the digital edition, so I'm I'm super excited about it. I didn't do the camera. I don't think there's any reason I'll ever need that. Um, I I got a I didn't get an extra controller because it might have a second one that's literally been sitting there since I bought a PlayStation. Um, uh, I got just uh, I bought the disc version and I got a charging station. Um, and I'll see if I keep that. I'll see what other options have become available. I got the 3D audio headset, and then I'll see what other third-party stuff's out there. Um, and then I got Miles along with it. So, Yeah, I thought about getting the charging station, and I'll probably end up canceling the camera, but like, I have VR, and I plan on maybe trying to get the next version of it, so the camera is you know, nice and necessary for it, but I may end up canceling it because it's $60 I don't need to spend. I'm already spending $100 on a headset, so... Um, cancel that and put it toward the headset. Cause the only thing I paid off was the console. I just put the regular five on everything else, man. I felt yeah. bad for that poor girl. We're going to GameStop though. That phone was just blowing up off the hook. I called and then I felt bad for coming up there, even though she said she didn't know what was going on because literally all of her friends were like, no, we're talking to GameStop managers. They're for sale. They're available. And so I went up there and then like stood there for like 20 minutes while she waited for an email because she apparently didn't have her cell phone on her. So she wasn't getting her messages about it. Just a clusterfuck. Sony, Sony fucked like their conference was fantastic, in my opinion. They just get how to put a conference together. But they fucked up so many of the small details after the fact, like the conference didn't announce Miles Morales as a launch game. The conference didn't announce Demon Souls as a launch game. Didn't announce when pre-orders would go live. And like the pre-order thing is a debacle because it was supposed to be tomorrow. Then stores started selling them tonight. And like Best Buy is sold out. Walmart sold out right now. And people are not being given the fair chance they were told they would be. And I will say Microsoft has handled it way better. Yeah. Announcing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, let's see. Um, speaking of, uh, that, of availability for that, um, uh, before we talk about the very one last thing they have, there was a, the report oh, that yeah. came out on Bloomberg about the cut their, uh, order for release because there's been a problem with the manufacturing of the chip, uh, the processing chip. Uh, my guess is it's COVID related and just not able to meet demand or whatever. Uh, but, uh, they cut by 4 million. Um, but my guess is they don't short what they were going to ship to America by 4 million. Cause 
Americans buy PlayStations. Well, and Sony did come out themselves and say that's not true. Obviously, believe what you will, but they had a pretty strong statement saying that that they have not affected or cut their pipeline in any way. It's easy to make that... is pretty fucking spot on with a they, lot of their Sony stuff has to that. say that. That's something that they just have to say for spin. Regardless I mean, it's if it's for them to say it. Yeah, it's easy for them to say it because they didn't have I mean there were rumors about like 10 million at first and then um or like 6 million at first and then like another 10 million were added on recently or something like that but like there was no hard fast number so they can make that claim that they've not cut but I don't know. I I it's it was going to be hard to get these consoles either way. I'm anticipating it, you know, at least decently hard to get the Xbox in some fashion as well when it comes out. So I think it's just going to be difficult because COVID has at least affected shit in some fashion. Right. Uh, and then finishing up the conference, they did do the, and one more thing, and it was easily the most hyped I got, uh, even more than finding out when I could get a PlayStation is we all knew it was coming, but God of War two, uh, which is just known as God of War Ragnarok, uh, is official. And, and, and I think that I thought might happen, uh, it is, supposedly for next year now i wouldn't be surprised if it got delayed a little bit because of covid but they announced it for 2021 they've apparently started working on it despite what Corey cory balrog said um or Bar- barlog i can't remember anymore um sure. almost immediately after the last one was completed in gold they started working on the next one um i believe this because i do believe the rumors that they kind of want that switch 2017 like go hard with first party or major exclusive titles in the first year of launch um i could not they didn't show any footage they just showed the logo and basically said 2021 ragnarok is coming but that's kind of all i needed i know that game's going to be pretty um i know it's going to be awesome and i'm very very excited for more in that world i agree i fucking love the new god of war so yeah give me more of that um let's see anything else for playstation oh uh it seems sony first party and probably the predominant predominantly most new games for sony or for next gen is my guess uh will be 70 dollars yeah those games will be 70 dollars on xbox as well um it's between 50 to 70 um there are some games that are 50 that i didn't expect them to necessarily be but for the most part 70 seems to be the like triple a style games um i was surprised that even though i really want it that that destruction all-stars game the one from ubisoft a few months ago the one that kind of looks like fortnite meets rocket league is launch and 70 dollars did not necessarily expect that yeah Um, yeah i really want it but i I was thinking it would be like i thought it might be the launch playstation plus game (laughs) like You know, I didn't expect it. Maybe it's full-fledged and maybe it's worth that money, but we'll see. Um, I don't anticipate that unless I decide against Demon Souls, but I kind of really want to try Demon Souls, so I don't know. I'm honestly surprised Demon Souls is 70, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, But, yeah, like, the 50 price range is is the new, like, what $40 was. Like, what Squadrons is a $40 game, so that's going to be that. Because I paid paid 50 for Miles. And I think it is what it is, but, I mean, it happens. We haven't gone up on prices on video games in a long time. Yeah, I think the Sackboy game is 60, though. So, like, there is still some games in that mid-range, too. Yeah. I'm hoping Snacks needs to be about uh, $50 perfect price for that i'd pay it they could pay me and i wouldn't play that game talking about butt snacks that's a system seller for me sir yeah (laughs) he's got weenie hands evan Uh, weenie hands (laughs) good lord uh tell you what uh let's cut it right there uh and uh let's let's wrap the first show up there we got a little bit more to talk about uh we're gonna xbox also revealed their release dates we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about some general gaming news and we're gonna talk about everything we're playing make sure to check out this second show see you there thank you for listening to free for all your source for all things geek 
We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for part three, and make sure to download part one as well. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. Is it like super hot though? Do I just get stuck? No, unless I move. <laughs>